Less than an hour away from kickoff, Monday Night Football. We're live, National Harbor, Bet MGM tonight. Looking over there. Got a, I saw a bunch of Eagles fans earlier. I feel like that's what we're going to get as They're this goes on. They're in the mix on. here. Yeah. In the area we're in, a lot of Eagles fans. I'm just going to sure. point that out now. Tons. And tons of Cowboy fans. Mm-hmm. It's very transient around here. Commanders fans. It's basically mm-hmm. the NFC East here. Uh-huh. Oh, it really, it really is. Yeah. So throw in the Giants fans while we're yep, at it, too. Exactly. Yeah, buddy. Uh, back, to, back to four, from three and a half to four. Total still moving. 46 and a half, minus 120 to the over. Hmm. Crazy. I actually made a couple uh, first touchdown bets, really small, just because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll throw them out really quick before we get to Brad. I'm going to go with uh, Noah Fant, 25 to one, and then I'll go uh, with oh, I like that. Quez's 50 to one. So really small, I'm going to play these. Uh, I really like Noah Fant tonight, especially if we get – Drew Locke, which, I mean, I know right now it looks like Gino's going to go. He's active. I mean, who knows what's going on with this? The number at five and a half told me it was Drew Locke. Then at three and a half told me it was Gino. Now at four, we're kind of like in the middle. So I guess we'll wait and see. we got 52 (laughs) minutes until kickoff. We don't know who the hell the starting quarterback is. They really are making this as complicated as possible. Let's bring on Brad Evans now, his normal slot, live on the line. You can watch him every single weekday. Uh, Yeah, the, the line movement here is one thing, Brad, but there's also the fact that we technically don't know who's starting at quarterback for Seattle, you feel like it might be Geno Smith, but maybe not. All three are starting, and Adam Schefter is confusing everybody with his tweets. How did you approach this game knowing that we've got all these question marks at quarterback? Well, guys, I banked on Rick Meyer getting the start tonight for Seattle, so that, uh, we went old school instead. Uh, look, man, it's a quagmire. It's an absolute mess. Um, you know, I look at it this way. I still love Tyler Lockett. I don't care if it's Rick Meyer. I don't care if it's Geno Smith. I don't care if it's Drew Locke at the controls. Uh, it is a sensational matchup on paper. And a guy that I broke up my little friend for, my sledgehammer special, uh, I wrote it up. I tweeted it out earlier today there at Noisy Wavelets on the X, again, where I'm always trying to give it to you. But hey, you look at Tyler Lockett. Uh, we've seen the line creep up for him. Now, Ben MG has got the best odds in business right now still at 49.5 receiving yards. I even played this in the alt market again at plus money because it's going to get a lot of James Bradbury in coverage, who is a lot of 104.6 passer rate into his assignments. And uh, you look at uh, this Philadelphia secondary as a collective. Uh, they're number 27 EP pass defense. They have a lot of the third most wide receiver yards. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping it's Drew Locke at the controls because they connected on all six targets that Locke uh, spun his way last week in San Francisco for 89 yards. So, again, though, uh, I have no freaking idea who's going to be taking snaps for Seattle. Yeah, and as you say that, Lockett goes from 49.5 to 51.5. I still really like Lockett. What do you think about DK or maybe like, uh, you know, anybody else on the Seattle offensive side of the ball with the uncertainty, you know, at quarterback? Is it just uh, Lockett for you or anybody else that you're looking at tonight as well? Yeah, look, uh, you know, I think it's going to be an interesting game for uh, JSN as well. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, a guy that I grabbed as part of an SGP, because you guys know I love to reduce the juice, so I get seduced uh, by that juice. juice. Uh, So he's just a a single leg, but I like him in the uh, receptions market. Uh, Went with three or more catches. The guy's gotten a lot more work, and they've used him creatively. A lot of design uh, wide receiver screens are uh, very active there on quick slants and outs out of the slide gets the occasional deep ball as well. So again, it doesn't really matter to me if it's Locke or it's Gino. 
he is going to be active in this passing attack. However, I also like DK Metcalf, who will be anything but decaf in this game in the anytime touchdown market, uh, again, because of the vulnerabilities of this Philadelphia secondary. And Metcalf is inside the top 10 among all NFL-wide receivers in total red zone targets and has scored a touchdown in three of his last four games. Again, uh, partially with Geno at the controls, and also last week with Drew Locke taking those snaps. So uh, that's kind of the way that I'm angling in this game. No offense, a bit of a wild card. I know you guys are kind of high on him, uh, but I am uh, taking the under of the backfield, especially on Kenneth Walker the third, who I believe will not reach anywhere close to 50 yards, especially operating in that timeshare with Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about the running back situation. Kenneth Walker, I got your answer there. What about DeAndre Swift? What do you make about him today in this matchup? Adore him. Love him. Uh, bet everything on the over with him. Uh, so I may be donating some dollars and building a new wing there out east in that BetMGM facility as a result. But uh, I think DeAndre Swift has got to be the focal point of this Philadelphia Eagles uh, running attack and really offense as a whole. You know, we'll see just how healthy uh, that Jalen Hurts is. I'm sure he's been pumped with fluids uh, and all kinds of emergency vitamins and whatnot here in the last uh, 24, 48 hours. Uh, but they may lean more on DeAndre Swift. The coaching staff has been uh, really angling that direction the last couple of weeks. They publicly said, we have got to get him the damn ball more. So what better opportunity than to take advantage of a leaky and suspect run defense in Seattle at ranks number 30 in Rush EPAD. That's given a 4.31 yards per carry to the running back position. That's also allowed... 94.5 rush yards per game just to RB. So Swift, I like the over on rush attempts in this game. I like the over on his rush yards. I believe that number is sitting at 57 and a half right now at BetMGM. I even got a little sprinkling, guys, on uh, some receptions and receiving yards props. He should, really should be a point of emphasis, and a dude in the box score is going to do some serious work. Yeah, I was going to ask you just to follow up because the last couple of weeks – DeAndre Swift has been on a milk carton, 11 carries, 39 yep. yards, six carries, 13 yards the last two weeks. So I guess the question is, are they just going to force feed him the ball because Jalen's not healthy? Yeah, I mean, that's my best guess. Obviously, I'm not on the coaching staff, uh, but I, I will say this. You know, Kenneth Gainwell, I wish it was. That'd be a nice paycheck. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell's going to be involved. Uh, Boston Scott, uh, the La Tech products, going to get a few touches here and there as well. So, you know, that thrice is still going to be worked in in a loose RBBC. But the real money man here is DeAndre Swift. He's got the most pizzazz. He's got the most pop. And I think he's got the best versatility on this roster. So, uh, again, the coaching staff, has said it repeatedly the last two weeks. We got to get Swift more involved. Uh, the temperature is uh, reducing right now uh, on the thermometer. So we're going to play some cold weather football. What better way to do that with, then with a lot of ground and pound of Jalen Hurts? And then, of course, with DeAndre Swift, when Hurts is, in a, is uh, you know calling his own number, doing a lot of those tush pushes, those brotherly shoves, as we like to say. Talking to Brad Evans, Bet MGM tonight. So as of four minutes ago, Brad, Seahawks general manager John Schneider was on, I guess, their, their pregame show on radio and would still not confirm who's starting at quarterback tonight. He said, quote, we've got 54 minutes here to figure out what's going on. This is what we're looking at tonight when it comes to quarterbacks for Seattle, man. 
I, I got a true story here, guys. Right. I am in the opening round of my fantasy playoffs. It's a super flex league. I am down eight points. I have uh, the Seattle kicker tonight and Dallas Goddard. And my opponent, who again has an eight-point advantage on me, only has one of the Seattle quarterbacks left. Uh, and he right now has Drew Locke in his starting lineup. So please start Gino. <laughs> Daddy needs to advance in his fantasy playoffs. <laughs> Any other looks in this game you like, Brad, as far as, like, the side, the total, or any other props? Again, the total is uh, sitting there at 46 and a half right now, and the number's at four. Any other props or anything that you do like in the game? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, like, There's a ton I like in this game. Uh, I think Dallas Goddard is going to be a point of emphasis, and I hope he does for my fantasy football playoff live uh, right now. But uh, I think he's a guy that's really interesting, in whether the receptions market, taking the over at four and a half. I get that right now. A significant plus money at BetMGM anytime. Touchdown for him. Uh, again, Seattle's got so many susceptibilities defensively on the back end. Uh, no Witherspoon. The ILL is inactive tonight. No Jamal Adams as well, the primary slot DB. So Dallas Goddard is set up for a situation where the dude is going to eat, and it could be platefuls of targets uh, in this contest, assuming that, you know, Jalen Hurts does resemble his usual. And, I, of course, I can't avoid the kickers. I, I do like Jason Myers over on one-and-a-half field goals made. I grabbed that at plus 105 earlier today at BetMGM. He has done this seven times this year. Now only three kickers has lit the uprights a couple of times against the Eagles this season. But Seattle is a team that is just number 22 in the NFL and TD only red zone percentage. And you know, on the back end, Philadelphia has had all kinds of issues this season. So whether it's Locke or Gino, I think they're going to be able to move the chains freely, hopefully bogged down a couple of times within Myers kicking range. And he can boot it through the uprights a couple of times. And no, I'm not worried about the rain. It's Seattle for the love of God. These guys are used <laughs> to it and it's not windy. This ain't going to be a repeat of what happened in Charlotte on Sunday. So let's move forward to the rest of this NFL slate. Lions-Vikings, I'm very curious to get your thoughts on. Lions, three-point favorites on the road. Uh, Vikings, obviously, I'm tr just trying to hang on to be in the playoff picture. Like Lions kind of get their mojo back with uh, taking the Broncos to Poundtown, Brad. What do you like in this game? Yeah, I thought that was entirely predictable that Detroit uh, would revert to the team that we saw earlier this season. So I wasn't shocked by that. I will say this, uh, you know, Nick Mullins get another start, a guy that's got numerous starts under the belt. I thought he looked decent uh, last week for the Vikings. I kind of like Minnesota here, uh, and I will, you know, lay the three as a result. Uh, but you look at Justin Jefferson, a guy that's back in action, uh, didn't really skip a beat. If you get a full four quarters of him, and it doesn't matter who they have a running back, whether it's Alexander Madison or Ty Chandler. And Ty Chandler looked phenomenal uh, last week. Uh, of course, got Jordan Addison as well. And he got a top 12 defense according to the overall EPA data. So uh, knowing the data. Uh, knowing the stars that play in this game and guys that really stepped up in a more viable role and have been producing for Minnesota, all Nick Mullins has got to do is perform at an average level, and I think they're going to win this game because who the hell is going to contain and stop in this sicker Detroit? J.J., who is going to be dynamite! <laughs> Talking to Brad Evans, Ben FGF tonight. Hey, we, we watched the Bills do what they did against the Cowboys. I know guys were sick in Dallas and it was a whole thing, but... You know, the Bills offense certainly looks different now, not having, you know, w w when Ken Dorsey got fired, you felt like things started to change a little bit. I mean, my God, Cook looks incredible in this offense right now. But what's your yeah. confidence level in the Bills? They're 11 and a half point favorites at the Chargers this weekend. 
Uh, I might tack on a zero. It could be 110 and a half, yeah. and I would still take Buffalo. I mean, for the love of God, the Chargers are a supreme mess, uh, yes. evidenced by the house cleaning uh, that we saw last week after giving up a historic 60-burger uh, uh, to the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> um, and I'm glad this game is on Christmas Eve and it's a night game because I don't have to watch it. Honestly, yes. I don't. I can actually talk to my family. I get milk and cookies out for Santa, and I can go to bed early because this sucker is going to be over by, what, the end of the first quarter, maybe over the first five minutes. Uh, it could be like a Las Vegas performed against the Chargers where it's like fumbled mistake, uh, touchdown, 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 and like three consecutive drives. Uh, but the Bills have seen them right the ship. Uh, defensively, they really impressed me yesterday, locking down and grounding one of the best offensive attacks there in the NFL. Really discombobulated Dallas. Uh, they were confused. They were bewildered. They were befuddled. Uh, and then you look at uh, Buffalo offensively. We know they've always had the goods, uh, but uh, the unlocking and emergence of James Cook, uh, that was a guy I also faced in my fantasy uh, you know, matchup tonight. And why I'm down, uh, you know, a handful of points is because I got cooked. Uh, he was absolutely amazing in that game. Uh, Should have been really a focal point of this offensive scheme uh, weeks ago. But uh, now, again, with the temperature dropping uh, there in western New York, uh, more ground-heavy approaches in uh, northerly latitudes are becoming omnipresent. And James Cook right now at the forefront of that in Buffalo and uh, right on time as well. This team firing once again on all cylinders. Uh, Brad, we got about like 90 seconds left before the break. What do you think about Ravens 49ers? 49ers keep taking money. They're five and a half point favorites, 46 the total. Any side total or uh, maybe like player prop looks that you're going to have in this one? Yeah, I'll tell you what, this is why you play this. Lamar Jackson for MVP is right now plus 500 at BetMGM. If they somehow win this game, uh, he is going to be like minus 300. Uh, Brock Purdy at minus 200 right now. I honestly think it's the best value play on the board related to this game uh, because with it being a Christmas Day showcase under the primetime lights, uh, if he shows up and shows out, Lamar Jackson will be the runaway MVP candidate. It's just crazy to think that we've still come down to this point and we've just cycled through different favorites for MVP, it feels like, every single week. Nobody wants to give Christian McCaffrey the MVP, but I think we all know that oh. maybe the guy deserves, you know, I don't know, Brad, just a little more credit than where he's been. Brad Evans, live on the line. Always love talking to you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Way to go, Hilltoppers! Daddy's yeah. already up on the day! Let's oh. double it up on Monday Night Football. Uh, careful, that's a sore spot for Ryan over here, though. That was, that was tough. Well, I mean, it yeah. just was a push. All right. Well, you're right. At least it was a push. So there was that. Yeah. Talk about that, though. Was it 28? It did get up to 28 nothing, right? I think it was like, yeah. I I, it was when it was 21 nothing, I was like, okay, I'm not really interested in this game Yeah, anymore. unfortunately, I had to make there. the 45-minute trip here, so I wasn't able to just sit on the couch <laughs> and watch college football like I wanted to Oh, but, man. But, yeah, it was it was a big lead, and, uh, yeah, I uh, – I had Old Dominion early on, minus 130 on the money line. Then I, I bet some Western Kentucky, which was the right move because yeah. they blew a huge lead. Uh, got turns lot. out when I got here. No, I just – it, it like kept going up and up because everybody opted out for Western Kentucky. So PJ actually texted me, and he was like, hey, this is at 7 right now. I think I'm going to middle it. And I said, yeah, I will too. And then I was really mad at him. Turned out it was the right decision because they lost outright. But we were, we were hoping they were going to go for two and we were going to get them both. We got greedy. All I want to know is who the hell starting a quarterback for Seattle tonight. I'd like to know, too. Like, we still don't know. I have no I, idea. You know what? The I'm more, trying to figure it out, though, because I want to bet a little bit more yeah. on this game. The more and more this gets dragged out, I feel like it's Geno Smith. Yeah, I think so. Like, they're just keeping it confusing. And then if you're going to make your starter active, he's probably going to start. It's Ben MGM tonight.